0: I've been completely thrown off my cold open game now that I pressed the wrong button. I have my button on. I have my finger on the right button now, but I'm you know upset. you know the only way we can fix this. How do we fix it? How do we fix it? Just go ahead and start the show. Oh, that's a good one. Woo, 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 woo. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rune Terrible Radio. I'm your host, Blevins, and with me, as always, is the sauciest mailman alive. That's me. Saucy mailman. What's up, Yeah,
1: For, Due to the, uh, the magic of editing. I'm just kidding. We don't edit this. I, um, I really don't no we don't but i'm going to i'm pretending like we put forth any effort so due to the, effort, the the amazing technology we have to edit this you won't hear the first eight times we screwed up the intro so <laughs>
0: it was only one time and we is a strong it word me. it was definitely just me that screwed it up cuz i pressed the wrong button <laughs> i had it all set up it, it 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 took the classic Rune terrible radio cold open of a mm-hmm mild reference to what we were talking about in the pre-show that brings it in for the people who aren't here at twitch.tv slash 11's on Wednesdays at eight Eastern. Uh, See, that was, that was a a very clever product placement that I ruined by explaining. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's, it's, it's like the perfect open of, it gives a little bit of a nod to the people who are here for the live show before we started Mm -hmm. recording, but also doesn't leave the, the podcast listeners hanging out to dry, but I ruined it.
1: Yep, but it's okay. Uh, the rest of the show will not be ruined. Um, well, it I, hasn't I been don't. recorded yet, so. It's <laughs> true. It's true. But uh, this is
0: optimistic, saucy mailman.
1: Plevins, yeah. dude, how was your week? How are things? It
0: was great. I, uh, I, th- Yeah, since our last episode, I uh, <clears throat> did the old, the old Masterino grind. I'm back in the master mm. pool. I'm back. Yeah, dude. It masters yeah i was there for a lot of it it was pretty cool yeah it was a cool it was a cool little run we played some we uh we i only i actually only lost to one final boss i ended up winning (laughs) on the second one and apparently i see i tried to do my normal final boss music which is uh War Ensemble by Slayer because okay. it just gets me pumped a up. It's a, I mean, yeah. and it's the YouTube, it's the YouTube one where the it, if you guys know it, you, you know it. It's a great one, uh, but it, it failed. It failed me. My War Ensemble failed me. So chat told me to do uh, Holy Diver, the original version, and uh, oh, so it good. It, it, it's great. It's now my Love new. It. it is now my new uh, final boss music. It's got to be. I mean,
1: uh, we yeah. Could... I mean, it's good. Dio killed it. It was awesome. Yeah. Yep. How about I yeah, uh, I was I was climbing. I was, so here's 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 my climbing story. So I was actually climbing a little too quick. Um, I was playing I was playing. Uh, so I was playing um, deep okay, deep that's monsters, a good, doing a really good well. One to climb with. Yep. So then I was I, I switched. Someone wanted me to play indoor spiders, and like I didn't lose a game in like <laughs> six or seven games. So I tried to make it a little memeier, So I put a Maokai and indoor spiders.
0: Ooh.
1: Uh, we got a <laughs> We got up to plat one, and Ooh. then I decided to start playing Pursuit of Perfection.
0: Yeah.
1: So I played Pursuit of Perfection and uh, Infinite Puff Caps de- back down to plat four. So. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm like, we went something, it was something obscene with Maokai spiders, like 17 and two or something. And it was wow. like, maybe, yeah, I mean, it, it was indoor spiders, and all we saw was burn. So, yeah. Oh, it's that's just true. instead of Turn the Mirror and Thresh and stuff, it had Maokai's, which we won one game because of. Uh, really against another it was against the mirror match he played his big dude and i was able to just challenger it away and (laughs) swing in oh
0: so it wasn't even it wasn't even the fact that you decked them it was the fact that he created a sapling (laughs) that's
1: no never once did he deck anyone it was just the saplings just pulled big dudes out of the way that's 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 all he did
0: just just casually played a four mana one four nice
1: (laughs) yeah it was awesome sometimes you just need a one four i mean i've heard one fours are so good they get nerfed
0: uh, that is true. A one four did get nerfed. It un- mm-hmm. unfortunately didn't doesn't cost four mana, but uh we will certainly be talking about that as the main focus of this episode is gonna be patch one point 2. two. I'm looking at the wrong thing. I'm looking at TFT. I'm like ten point twelve? I've gone so many <laughs> years in the future. I'm uh, in the future here. I'm in the future. What do you think what do you think's gonna what do you think rentera's gonna look like it when it gets to patch ten point twelve in, in 10, ten years? Ten point twelve? it's i mean 10 years from now it's going
1: to be the only sport left on the planet okay. um so it's going to be pretty big news when you know patch 10 point whatever hits because all other sports will have actually be outlawed um from the world mm. so it'll be pretty big news yeah
0: it'll be like it'll be like the Oh universe except runeterra where you're like going yep. around like settling disputes via via legends of runeterra i like it yeah
1: They'll be like, the uh, yeah, the uh, oil crisis in North Korea was solved today by a Demacia mirror match.
0: <laughs> Badger <laughs> It'll still be Demacia no, mirrors. Yeah. By the way, 10 years
1: in the future, Demacia mirrors. Yeah, That's what still, it's still going to be. It's still
0: going to be Demacia um, mirrors. I can't wait for the uh, Legends of Runeterra dual deck system. Uh, for those of you uh, working at Riot that are listening to this, please. I want nothing more than the dual deck system to come out for Legends oh, of yeah. chair.
1: <laughs> when people ask like what's the next thing you want in the game and like some of us are like tournament mode and some yeah. of us say like oh, i want to i want to be able to do, like uh share decks with my friends yeah and yeah no, dual decks
0: dual deck systems yeah
1: yeah that's, throw, that's where we're at
0: throw tournament client in the garbage throw spectator mode, it. put it on the back burner i want Don't physical dual deck systems so that we can we mm. just partner with kaiba corp and
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's the world I want to live in.
0: It is absolutely the world that I want to live in. And I'm sure everyone listening to this episode also wants to live in. If you guys want that, make sure, make sure you send your emails to support it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, you know what world I do want to live in, though? You know what world what I do that? want to live in? What's that? The arcade, the arcade board. Yes.
1: It is so good. It oh is my God.
0: Absolutely good. So we got a lot of, we got a big this is our big uh balance patch so post rising tides our big balance patch here uh which we'll be going over but before i mean we got some cosmetics too i wasn't i wasn't really even expecting cosmetics to come this soon we got Yeah, f-
1: i'll be honest the things that i care about way more than the balance patch is the Timo emote and the ezreal <laughs> emote they're oh, so
0: good it's so good i mean I think if we're if we're throwing these, so we got four new emotes for those of you who don't know. Yeah. Um, first of all, if you don't know, you can go in and get a free emote right now: uh, the Rainbow Poro emote and yeah. the Rainbow Poro Guardian. So make sure, if you are listening to this right now, go into Legends of Runeterra and get it. It is free. They both cost zero coins, and it's only available until July seventh, which is, I mean, still a month or so. But once it's gone, it's Theoretically it's gone, gone for
1: good until they bring it back in patch 10.2
0: <laughs> maybe uh but definitely make sure you get those for free but uh we got the board i think yep that the board itself is um i mean that's a, that's an a tier board yeah, i don't know it's so good it, i like it a little bit better than bilge water i think um although i do really like the bilge water uh i really do like the bilge water um board um i do think that the uh the poro board or the uh the arcade board is is pretty good just like overall it's really strong yeah, yeah. it's so it's so so good um what's, and- what's your favorite thing about the Bilgewater board real quick
1: because i know what mine is specifically oh what what is yours specifically uh have you noticed the little like little hermit crab dude that runs across every so often yeah yeah, that's the best part. It's just so... Every so often, there's just like a little crab that runs by. It's like, so cool.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. One thing... So this is this is unrelated to the patch whatsoever, but... So one thing that I think Hearthstone does really well that LOR is missing right now is it has interactable boards. Like, yeah. you can click around the little things... The little things uh, that you can click on the Hearthstone boards. Yeah. That Those are... Arguably, one of my favorite things about Hearthstone is like what, the little the little. What treasures. rarity?
1: When you're in the store, what rarity are the boards considered? Don't they have like a little? I rarity think they're gym?
0: blue, so rare. Okay, so when we get the the, the epic boards, maybe they'll be interactable. Uh, I mean, I would love that. I would also love that's if easy. they retconned it and just made all of them interactable. Maybe they're not going to do it. That they don't. You know, that's I think something that would be on the low end of priorities. Uh, dual deck yeah. system is oh. of course is yeah. of course at the top.
1: Dual deck system one, interactable board two. Then we got tournament mode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> tournament
0: we, mode and spectator we, client. All these things. <clears throat> throw them out the window. Don't need yeah, them. Don't need them. Uh, dual deck. But in fact, I I want dual deck system so much that I I think you can actually take functionality out of the game to prioritize it over things that are already implemented. Oh yeah, like yeah, Bilgewater. We, we don't need we don't we need another region. <laughs> just get rid of. I'm kidding. This actually, always... I mean
1: just get rid of demacia no one plays it it's the least played region in the game <laughs> uh, so for those
0: of you who are new to the to to the podcast uh we're joking <laughs>
1: yeah. is, this is one of those things called humor and sarcasm it's called humor and, and comedy in and podcasting
0: um but no, yeah, we seriously, got a big balance seriously uh, get rid of uh, get rid of Demacia. OK, but, but uh, w- the, the point I was trying to make is we have we have four new emotes. We've got the Draven like fist emote. We have the Ezreal sweating emote. We've got the Elise. Uh, I don't really know doing what she's something. doing. She's smiling. She's going maniacally. Like, yeah. And then we've got yeah. the Teemo like card shuffling, like looking scared. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think Draven, that's like a I think that's a solid B, B tier emote. Uh, Elise yeah, okay. is like B or C, I think. But Ezreal on, and Timo, those might be S tier, I think. I think yeah, those are auto includes. Yeah,
1: I, they're up to, I think so now. My favorite emotes, because this is what people really care about. Uh, I really like Thresh. <laughs> I love that. I love emote that so Thresh much. that, like, get
0: in here. Um, I love, I love that one. That's a good BM one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, that's really good. Ezreal, Timo, really good. Yeah. Um, I still I use the uh, the Swain one a lot. I still like that one. I know a lot of people don't, but that's I like That's
0: underutilized that one. for sure. That's a sleeper pick.
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Um What else is uh is Lux is Lux the thumbs up?
0: Lux is the thumbs up. Yep.
1: Yeah, uh, so I think that's actually my favorite one because that's the one that when you get beat by burn on like turn 3 because <laughs> it's still broken and they're like yeah. emoting you vigorously yeah. they're very proud of themselves you just give them the thumbs of like you did it you got so there proud of you. you got you there. drew the cards you did the thing you drew the and cards and favorite. you played them
0: yeah I, and I'm... it's a,
1: and it's also like when they they shit emote you cuz they they know they have lethal yeah. but you're you're playing that one stupid card that you shouldn't be playing in your deck yep. um like Riptide Rex in every deck i ever play for some reason and then you win and then you get to give them the double thumbs up it's it's great.
0: you, you got to the give them the double thumb. Yeah, I want there to be a Riptide Rex emote, by the way. I think that's my number two. It's, it's a dual deck system, then Riptide Rex emote, then yeah. all the other yep. stuff. Um, yep. Ezreal emote S tier, though. Just like the sweating, so just okay. like
1: it's really, and that that's when you so because we're getting into the meta of emotes, yeah, right? Because yeah. some emotes you use defensively and some you use offensively. <laughs> I think you can use the Ezra one offensively, like you go in for the attack and you're you hit the sweating like uh-huh. shit. Don't have the Mystic Shot, right? <laughs> uh, what they yeah. do because they have ten of them in their deck, yeah. but like the, the the double thumbs up you use like defensively, I think.
0: Yeah. I'll make a video on this. <laughs> yeah, this is this is where we really this is where I mean people want expedition kind nah, that's all no one no one cares about that. We want emote we want emote, and we got the the Poro
1: emote. What is that? the The new Poro. one? Yes,
0: the Rainbow Poro emote is yeah. like uh, the confetti one. It's it's adorable. Yeah, it's, a, it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah, good. It's cute. It's adorable. I think it's a solid. Maybe B plus A minus uh, emote. Yeah, I give sure. it B plus A minus. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not yeah. the bi- I, like I love Poros in general, and I like the Poro emote. I'm not the biggest Poro Guardian fan. They are just kind of yeah. like they're all the, they're just Reese colors of of themselves, mm-hmm. and it's great because like they're all free right like the blue one you got Mm -hmm. for playing in beta this one you get for free and then the white one obviously is the default so Mm -hmm. they're fine but i i don't know i'm i'm the i'm the elitist uh elitist um actually i need to have a different one actually i prefer to have my uh my my t-hex my my t-hex i hate t-hex by the way but that was the first one i I know you do but it's Uh, because he's the best I'm going to get all the other ones except for TX and never own TX,
1: but I'm going to, I next time we hang out in person, I'm going to like, cause we'll, we'll, maybe we'll play a game or something. I'm going to just buy TX on your account. It's going to happen. Mark and, uh, my words. Yeah, this is a threat. I'll delete my
0: account. I don't care that it has. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to viciously
1: m- maliciously buy content for you. Uh. Hmm. The so there's another thing that came with this patch that's less important that uh people aren't talking about as much as the stickers, and that is the balance
0: patch. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, no one this other like really small thing is that there's a ton of changes to cards and whatnot. Um and I'll do uh so we won't go over everything in entire detail, but we'll go over a decent amount of this stuff and give our opinions here. Mm-hmm. Um, But I wanted to uh, mention a couple things before that um, from the dev notes. So uh, there's actually going to be a uh, video from Jeff Jew and Andrew Yip, uh, Mm -hmm. the developers, on the 29th, which is two days from now if you're listening live. Uh, It's, the I think, Friday, right, 29th? Yeah, Friday at 10 a.m. PT, so 1 Eastern or 10 a.m. Pacific, or some other time in one of the other time zones yeah, that some, I don't some time. Uh, <clears throat> Some of the other fake time zones, and I know, Saucy, you're in one of the fake time zones, so I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't uh, know actually exists <laughs> within space and time. Um, but their overall thoughts for balance in Rising Tides, and I, we don't usually read these, but since this is the first big one for since the patch, I wanted to read it. So during the open beta, yeah. we learned some important things about live design and balance. Thanks again for the feedback. And we're using those lessons to add some additional metrics to our existing arsenal. We use to help decide what to change and how we do it. And since we have some new players, uh, they'll first recap existing goals and metrics, blah, blah, blah. Overall live balance. Okay. That's all the same. Um, uh, Yeah. So overall for live balance uh, remains they want live balance remain fair and diverse metagame where every champion's gameplay dream can be realized. It's important to note that we don't expect all champions to be equally competitive At the highest level. That is an interesting note. Uh, However, we do want it. We do want achievable gameplay moments for all of them. Okay. So a little bit of a a mix there in order to achieve this. We'll continue to update cards for balance every month, AKA every other patch in order to cultivate Mm -hmm. a healthy metagame over time. Uh, When they look at changes, they, uh, when they decide on changes, they look at number, a number of metrics uh, with particularly key ones, including individual card, win rates, deck, win rates, and champion play rates. We also want mm-hmm. every card to have a home, which taken uh, with the above framework, help us decide which specific cards to test and ultimately change. Uh, this doesn't mean we expect all cards to be equally competitive or prevalent across modes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So basically they want every, they want every, uh, and I apologize for all of the uh, stream notification sounds. Thank you everyone who is following and all that stuff. Uh, unfortunately, we're in a podcast, so I can't. I'll get to you guys all afterwards. Um, but um, so for uh, this, basically, they want every champion to have uh, a gameplay dream realized, but yeah. not every single champion is going to be S tier and played in the top competitive ranks. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Can can I soapbox real quick? Because I have. Yes. I want to. I want to talk about something yes, that's yes, yes. been because I've gotten to a lot of uh i want to say i want to say um he not he not arguments but like energized discussions with people sure. re, regarding uh the theories on balance in this game so for for those of us who come from other card games this is i think this is the group that it that it's the most um whether you come from like it's a lot of hearthstone and a lot of magic we're yeah. used to balancing mean a nerf means they just ruin the card for, in all forms of playability uh-huh. um we're used to if something gets quote unquote nerf that means it's no longer playable right um in this game when they're making balance changes whether they be buffs or nerfs they're not nece- that doesn't necessarily mean they're reworking the card in its entirety uh-huh. or they're doing some life-changing thing so like there's been a lot of complaints like all they like, so one of the changes they made was to Vi. So they, they, Mm -hmm. they've reduced her health by one point and people like, well, I think it should have still gotten rid of this keyword, or I think that it should have been five health that it removed or whatever, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, so the point is to the, anything they're nerfing, they still want people to still be able to play the card. They just don't want it to be as powerful as where it was at. Mm -hmm. So I think, as we're talking about these changes and going through it, it's something to keep in mind is just cause something's getting buffed or nerfed. Doesn't mean they're adding 25 attack to Hecarim now or reverting him to his original form. Right. Um, like they don't want it to suddenly destroy the meta Cause something got a, a buff. Right. They're just Now it's a little more playable.
0: Absolutely. And we've seen <clears throat> over the course, I mean, saucy, you and I have been around since literally the onset of the game. Uh, yeah. well, the public onset of the game, uh, I don't as far as I know, neither of us were in any sort of like closed, 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 super secret betas. I didn't even know about <laughs> oh, you, oh, oh. uh but in all in all reality, I didn't even know about I didn't even know that the game was existing it was going to exist before the announcement of it. So the public announcement. So um so we've seen a lot of what we what I call burfs, where it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, there's a small nerf and there's a small buff, which sort sort of shifts where the card, you know, the card's playability on a different access than like you said. It's not a switch on off. It's either the best thing or the or unplayable. Yeah. It's like we're gonna tweak some numbers and we're gonna maybe take some raw stats away and then increase an in ability power or something like that. So yeah. And that's another thing with this being a digital card
1: game in its entirety and there's no physical cards like Men Magic where like just because they make a change to the card in this patch doesn't mean they can't make another change to the card. So like right uh, provide for instance if she's still the, way too powerful, Vi is just all of a sudden the yep. best champion, it's 90% of the meta whatever. Yep. They have the ability to nerf her again. Like this yep. isn't her final form just cuz they right. nerf the card.
0: You haven't even seen my final form. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's
1: the the biggest one that I've been seeing that a lot. So I'm going to give this a real-world example. So Karma is a card that got uh, a changed, a small yes. change. So they took Karma from five mana to six mana. And so many people are bitching and complaining, she's still too strong. They should have done X, Y, and Z. And it's like, they can still change stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. The other thing is, like, how much have you played with six mana Karma? How much do you, do you know? you uh, Have you... Yeah. Have you Oh wait, it's not out yet. You haven't played it yet. I mean, it is as mm-hmm. of as of this recording, it is now. but yeah. But most I, of
1: the criticism that I was getting was before people played the
0: thing. Yeah, and, and it's one thing. It's one thing. Everyone, you know, everyone gets excited about new changes, and I, I have an I have an amount of empathy for that because, like, you know, you want a theory craft, right? It's fun to do that, but speaking in absolutes like that is just like uh, it. Just it it leaves a sour taste in everyone's mouth. Cause it's like, well, you don't really know. Do you like,
1: yeah,
0: uh, it's, it's just like, yeah, it, it, especially for the the sake of karma. Like, and we can, we can talk about karma. Specific. We're going to jump around. So yeah, so strap we're, we're going to be all over the place. We'll start with welcome karma. So Yeah. Ro- welcome to rune terrible radio. So yeah, six mana, six mana from five mana, which does a couple of things. Obviously it makes her more expensive. Do um yeah it, does. it 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 delays her a turn from coming out which is mm-hmm. like again doy. but it also will it effectively removes a card that she gives you right says she can't come out on turn five anymore so she's not going she's creating one fewer random spell uh on the on the unflip side um she can't do you know five mana is an interesting cost because you can play at 10 mana you can play a five cost you can play two five costs champions are a five cost follower and a five cost champion. Now you're limited to a six and a four or a six, a two and a two. That that sort of thing. So it it's only one mana, but I think I mean Sassi, you know from being a magic player for so many years, like the jump one one mana jump is not equal across every uh every point. Like the jump from zero yeah. to one is the biggest jump that you should make. Then a- the jump from one to two is probably the second biggest jump. Um the jump from 5 to 6 is certainly not as big as those jumps, but I think mm-hmm. because of how mana works in RuneTerra, it is a pretty big jump.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it I think it's more considerable than it seems just on paper at first mm-hmm. glance.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, <laughs> people, he, he, it, when you're complaining that things didn't go enough, A, your point rings completely true, Saucy. is like, they they can still make more changes later. And I would rather them make incremental changes than completely ruin, not ruin, but completely alter um, cards in a meta. Because, like, Karma is a very heavily played card right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, uh, we, even you and I, Saucy, are coming at the game from a slightly different perspective in terms of playing you're a, a deck brewer an innovator and you're making fun decks and 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 making creative decks i am the opposite of that i am not creative at all in my deck in my deck building or making so like if Karma's not good anymore i don't care and maybe you yeah. don't care either but like there's some people who play the game maybe more casually or maybe they're like karma was my favorite champion in, in league of legends. And if she's not playable anymore, I'm less likely to play legends of Runeterra. So, I mean, we see that a surprising amount, especially in, you know, the more casual players, obviously
1: if you're, you know, a, a high level tournament grinder, you don't care as much, but right. like, there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, I play, you know, shin, for instance, I like, right. I like shin yeah. in league of legends. So I, i I'm, I'm playing shin no matter what. And,
0: hmm who
1: got it who got a slight buff as well
0: yeah i mean how many how many people have asked you to make fizz decks like i see i feel like that's like every other request for you it's like hey yeah. how do i be or people are asking like oh how do i build a how do i build a fizz deck what what what's the best way to play fizz what's the this it's like yeah uh i i think like this style of balancing is much more in line with actual league of legends for obvious mm-hmm. reasons um of it being the same company but also less obvious reasons of like that's how you balance a video game and yes this is a card game but it's a digital card game and it's a digital first card game not in the sense that you can do the cool things like put puff caps in someone's deck or do randomness very easily but also like we can treat this like a video game and not necessarily like a card game where we're making small balance tweaks every few weeks so very very cool to do that and Karma I think she's still going to be played in a lot of the same spots but maybe I mean you can't, you already couldn't play Karma and Lux in the same turn right like that was not that was not possible so mm-hmm. I don't know I'm I I yeah. I don't know how much this changes in the in the competitive meta but another perhaps more interesting change uh, or at least a dr- more drastic change is our boy Vlad. Saucy, you want to talk yeah. about Vlad? Yeah! So I am
1: very excited about this change for obviously reasons.
0: Are you, go- um, are you so glad now, about Vlad?
1: I'm very glad about Vlad. Uh, he's one of my favorite champions in the game, but just always blows. Um, and and one of the big <laughs> things is like when he leveled up, he he gets a stat boost and regeneration and it's like, alright, still the same thing yeah but so now they made him where when he does his cool little uh it's his big suck um (laughs) now it drains now it drains from the enemy nexus and heals you and it's real cool
0: yeah i think i i don't know uh i haven't i haven't had the chance to test it out yet because it obviously came out today and Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but i think one of the one of the issues with vlad is like I mean, he does kind of impact the board, which is which is good obviously, and he his effect is cool, but he's just been kind of lackluster. And it's like if your opponent's playing an aggressive strategy and you play Vlad and it's like, yeah, I've got a big Vlad or whatever, and I'm like dealing damage that. to them, but like I'm dead. Big dude. Yep, exactly. So now
1: you can and actually So the best thing about the well, okay, one, it's it's good, right? It's just I mean it makes it better. It yeah, it's strong. It's a straight up. Um buff. it offers yeah it offers healing um in an archetype that didn't have any before, but the best thing this is this is what's asked here okay he's like literally as a vampire like True. he's literally draining essence from them yeah. and like healing so like mm-hmm. the theme of this when he does his big suck yeah it's perfect <laughs> it's perfect
0: yeah it it is awesome i think this adds i i think this adds a at least a potential wrinkle to some Noxus strategies. Cause like you think like right now, like Swain Swain kind of added a new wrinkle to Noxus strategies. Cause before it was like, it yeah. was just aggressive and like everything is based on attacking and uh, overwhelm and doing that. Now it's like, well, we've kind of got more of a mid range Noxus flavor with like Vlad was kind of doing it. But again, it was, it was sort of awkward and, and a little underpowered and, Swain has been doing a pretty good job of it, but not really in the same way that Vlad does. So maybe Vlad is on the path to becoming, uh, you know, sort of a, a mid-range Noxus yeah, drive I don't, drop.
1: Yeah, I, I, I still don't feel like he's like, incredibly powerful and i hope i'm wrong because he's super cool but yeah, like there was that there was that one time where i had he, he had he had the Callista treatment and i like all of my um youtube videos were vlad decks for a while yeah. we were doing like Hecarim vlad and garen vlad blah 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 um so yeah i've got some i've got some stupid ideas and i'm just gonna <laughs> let you guys know the the deck that's gonna break the entire game
0: uh dreadway vlad Ooh. Hoo, hoo, hoo. so wait does it my double day. wait does it double does it like does it get like the double double so it'll do two to all of your stuff and then deal all of that which is already doubled because it's two and then double that total i don't know but that'd be sweet that would be i, tested it yet. I am now very so. interested because it would do so like if there's three things that it drains it would do two four six right because each one would get two mm-hmm. instead of one because yep. of dreadway And then that six would be doubled to 12, potentially. I don't know if that's how it works, but that would be cool.
1: Nope, I don't think it does. Oh,
0: well, uh, my third thing behind dual death. I like Grasp works
1: because Grasp just uh, does six and heals six.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. But if you have
1: two dreadways Ooh, okay we're
0: good.
1: Uh, I, I haven't i haven't tested it i was just just talking about this in in the discord today and i'm like dreadway Vlad, man that's just going to be the deck it's not going to be good
0: but it's going to be, gonna the, be deck. the deck yep. um speaking of maybe not being good but potentially being the deck we've also got a change <laughs> to shen we got a nice yeah. a, a nice little little tick in the power slot he's going from two power up to three and then of course his leveled up version is getting going from three to four power Mm -hmm. still like underpowered i think and
1: yeah i don't think this addresses any of the problems with why shin isn't good yeah um shin's an interesting card and he's one that i put in the category of when he's too good he's kind of broken and unfun Mm -hmm. to play against Mm -hmm. um like his effect is very strong giving barrier and so many people are like he should get barrier when he attacks too and i'm like no that suddenly is not Uh, have you ever
0: a uh, fun yeah. game to play. Ever played against Bright Steel formation. Uh it's, yeah, it's not it's the like best. A four it, mana it's, bright steel. Yeah, it's good because it's a 9-9, nine nine, but that's not the reason it's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Like I this obviously now, obviously, getting just a strict power bump is better. Yes, yes. that is a buff. Um, does this suddenly make me want to play Shen? Not in the slightest.
0: Yeah, well, we saw a little bit of Shen get played for a small amount i think it was super jj who made who got like top something in eu maybe even got top got number one rank in eu like early on in the in in the closed beta with fiora shen but like we've seen so many other iterations of fiora even like heavily fiora based lists that are not using shen like shen is not the way to do it right now so yeah
1: a lot of them are using like fizz i've seen fizz fiora that one's interesting and there's a lot of stuff Fiora was just good yeah
0: i mean fiora plus unyielding spirit um with pretty much anything else is going to be is going to be okay at least (laughs) (laughs) against some decks and 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 again like shen is an ionia card but feels very much like a demacia card or even like a noxus ish card or like a bilgewater type card where it's like he's very combat focused and he mm-hmm. is helping combat and helping units. And it's like, yeah. it's just not really that good in Ionia. It's like you want, yeah. it's like the, it's like the blue card that is like a creature based card. It's like, okay, if there's a lot of this, it's usually kind of good, like merfolk. But if it's just one off, it's just kind of awkward.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just support's hard to balance, and they recognize that as, you know, game devs, but yeah. it, it's tough because, like, the creature, like, the 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 unit you're, itself, you're not playing for its body. You're playing for the effect when it buffs. Like, think about right. um, War Chefs, right? Right. Uh, but the thing is, when it's attacking, it leaves itself naked. Like, it's not doing anything to protect itself. So, um, yeah, a lot of times it just dies in combat, which you don't really want on your shin. So it's tough. It's tough, especially because he's got an effect where he needs to see the thing, so.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah. So I think he's, he, again, maybe a small step towards, and again, I think this is still reasonable in, in Expedition, yeah. which is another thing that we don't, we don't really talk too much about, but, uh, it's going to be a nice bump in Expedition. In fact, Shen is extremely annoying in Expedition. He's just a strong card, but, uh, let's talk about something that is, uh, very relevant in, um, in competitive play and elsewhere. Vi is now a four health champion down mm-hmm. from five. Still has tough, still has challenger and everything else, but getting a slight health nerf. Saucy, what do you think about this change overall?
1: Um, I think it's good. She was a little overtuned. Mm-hmm. Um when you're reducing the health of a tough unit, it's kind of it's like more exponential than it seems um just Mm -hmm. because of how the way tough works it's you know blah 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 um so it is a little more than it seems on paper i think she's still totally fine i think she's still a a strong card um she's just not impossible to deal with when she hits the
0: board yeah she still is strong against a lot of the things that she was strong against before the biggest i think you know we we talk about uh break points in terms of health and in different numbers the biggest break point that happened is that she now trades instead of just eating most other five drops she now trades with five drops in a lot yeah, of exactly. cases like five power if you have a five power uh unit it's usually um unless it's like an anoxus like five one or something it's usually a five drop it's sort of where the the base is five mana mm-hmm. five five um when you're five mana five five just gets Eaten straight up by a five mana champion that's a, that's a tough pill to swallow mm-hmm. um and when you can't even like finish like a champion eating a, a a follower is okay if it's the same mana but like when you can't even uh when you can't even um like use a vile feast or something to yeah like it's it's tough it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah it's tough
1: yeah, and, and she's also like champions like this are very dangerous when they're too strong as well, when they're uh so neutral and generic that you can put it in literally any deck that has piltovers on. Yeah. Um like there's there's no cost associated with building a deck around Vi. You just put her in. Yeah. Like and she's kinda like twist like TF, like he's just super strong on his own. Mm-hmm. Um you can just put it in a deck. Uh, she kind of feels like that, and if these are the if champions like that are way too strong, that's when we see OG Hecarim, where it's just like, yeah, he's just you just play him because it's Hecarim, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah, you don't just want uh, the the stat bot that you're just playing because it's like so strong. It's like that's just kind of and Vi. I mean, we talked about this when we saw Vi originally. It's like Vi kind of feels like that. She's like she's got an ability, and like you can flip her and stuff, but it's like she's just getting more stats and then does more stats worth of stuff and like does more damage. <laughs> it's like, yeah, um, exactly. So I think this makes Vi feel more fair and a little bit easier to deal with, but not like out of the question strong or anything like that. Um, I think she's still going to see close to the same amount of play that she was now or Probably. that she is now. Um,
1: yep, she's still good.
0: Next up, we got the aforementioned Hecarim, who's getting mm. a power buff. Going yep. up from four power to five power and then six power, five power to six power on the flip side. So a blue plus one on the attack spot side for Hecarim. I think it's reasonable. Um, it's obviously not as
1: um, insane as if he got his health reverted um, because that was gross. Yeah. Um, obviously, it, it feels kind of like Shin. Like, I feel like it is obviously a little better, mm-hmm. um, some percentage better, but it's not... I don't think it's enough to suddenly make Hecarim decks uh, rule the ladder again.
0: Yeah, I don't think they'll rule the ladder. I just think it'll be, like, he's now closer. Yeah, he's now a consideration where, like, if you... A deck that might usually run um, Thresh, who's been seeing a decent amount of play, like, is a one-of or something, Mm -hmm. like, it wants to be more on the aggressive side, maybe Hecarim comes in. There's been a little bit of Hecarim play um in competitive but not 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 like we saw before for sure the spectral riders uh um nerf was was huge but i think he's i mean especially even more so than shen because he has overwhelm and his attack is actually relevant to what he's doing plus one feels a little bit more impactful but Mm -hmm. overall i i agree um i think this might push hecarim like give give hecarim the little nudge that he needed whereas shen was like he wasn't in the He wasn't in the ballpark, and they just pointed to the right direction. To to, to they just gave him a map of directions to get there. Hecarim was yeah, outside and got some, nudged in. Maybe Shen
1: needs some kind of rework. So yeah,
0: Shen needs a. Yeah. But that's fine. That, yeah, that's that's fine. Not a not everything needs to be the most playable thing, which is what they mm-hmm. mentioned before. Okay, so that is champion changes. Uh, let us know. I know we got a lot of folks in chat right now. Let us know which ones you like the most. Maybe we'll uh, we'll talk about them. At the end of the show, what you like and what you don't like is uh, what we're looking for here. Let's move on to followers and saucy. The moose is loose.
1: loose Unloose is moose. Yeah, we
0: unloosed it. Is now yeah. great horn companion going from a four five up to a five five.
1: Yep, the card that you only ever see when you play remembrance now just got stronger.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, indirect remembrance uh, buff. This card, um again, not really seeing any play. I don't think this will change that when i the the real eye opening thing for me with Great Horn Companion is the Five Mana Bilgewater card um that gives a an enemy vulnerable permanently. that's a four four with Scout. It just yeah. made this card look embarrassing. <laughs> like yeah. yes, it's a different region, but like shouldn't demacia have the bigger have the bigger guys? Um Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's in so it it, it is interesting though, because of how Scout work when they adjust the power level, like the like the actual attack value. Yeah. Um because it, it kind of can attack twice. Yeah. So um just thinking about that, that's doing ten damage unchecked versus eight damage. Yeah. So. It, it is it is a it is a Decent buff, but I don't know if it's enough to suddenly see the the mooses the moosen it yeah. over.
0: The 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 yeah the moosen is, is certainly correct here. Um the the other note here is Demacia it has a whole slew of very good and and playable five drops, and I mean this is now in the mix. I don't think it's gonna it. I don't think it pushes over the top, but it uh certainly good. And I mean Remembrance has certainly been now better so. Ooh, let's talk about, this is a big one, old grizzled ranger, Bertrand himself, Yep. down to three power from four power, and I guess we'll talk about this in conjunction, loyal badger bear, beamer, is now a three-four. We have Saucy, you thought you could avoid spider tank, it's back.
1: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, yeah. How how do you feel about this at first glance?
0: Ooh, uh it's pretty big. I think that yeah. I think at the very least Grizzled Ranger is still very playable. Um, yeah. Badger Bear, it's going to. So Badger Bear being worse, I think at least right now off the top of my head is still probably good. Although, I mean, you're getting close because. A 4-4 four, four is very much better than a 3-3. A 3-4 three, three. A three, is still much better, but a three is a 3-4 better than a 3-3 three, three with an ability? that That is at least exactly. a, a conversation. So um, I forget the name of the card, but the 3-3, three, three, if something died, draw a card. That's now, I think, back in consideration. So it's like drawing a card is certainly better than one health in a lot of cases. Yep. It's not, oh, yeah. uh it's not always better than a four-four, and it, it, from play rates, we almost never saw that card. Badger Bear just You're talking did about
1: it. The Vanguard Redeemer, right? Yeah,
0: Vanguard Redeemer. Uh yeah. the Badger Bear just did so much on attack, on defense. It par- it was just it it did it all. Like it was the it was just too much stats in one thing. So, um, I think Grizzled Ranger is now better because, or it it's in a better spot. It's not better, obviously. It's much worse. Um, yeah, my, my biggest problem with grizzled ranger was not that it was a powerful, aggressive card. It was that there was never, there was zero efficient ways to deal with it. Um, like yeah. fully, like you think, okay, it's a four, you know, before the, before the nerf. Oh, it's a four one. Okay. So inherently you'd think, oh, something like vile feast should be a good counter to that. Nope. They still just not have really. a, a, a four, four. And, like, you spent yeah, the card they, they, and... Exactly.
1: They took a card from you and then still got the dude. Like. Right.
0: Yeah. You. So it was never efficient. I mean, there's only... There's very few um, Obliterate cards, and none of them are, are cheap. Even something like Purify, again, you are still, like, need to trade. Like, if you had a Vile Feast and a Purify, it's like, okay, well, then you just spent the same amount of mana and traded two cards for one like you're still down like there's no there's no good way to deal with it that was mana efficient so this might still be the case but at least now like you have a four health unit and you can at least stave it off right
1: yeah exactly and like the same thing is with the moose is now this is you know six damage versus eight which is right considerable i think my biggest problem with the grizzled ranger was you felt bad if you weren't playing it in a Demacia deck yes. every time, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I don't like a deck or a card that's like that required in a region. Like I, I was rebuilding uh, Dawn Speaker Calista, yes. and we just had we put this in there. We're like, well, we're yep. in Demacia. I guess we have to play Grizzled Ranger, or we're yep. just wrong. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just I, I don't like cards that are on that level. So um, that there's just like no downside of playing it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean it was the same at least a similar way with Loyal Badger Bear. I mean, you think about Dawn Speaker Callista like you'd think, "Oh, I want to have uh I want to have um the the 2 mana 1/1 one, one last breath make a 4/4, four, four, right? Well, it's like uh I'm 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 sorry, I'm forgetting all the names of the cards. Um you want to play that card, right? Because that's like your combo, but it's like, well, I could do, I can like pay one less mana and jump through a hoop to get a 4-4, or I can just pay one more mana and get a 4-4 no matter what. It's like, okay, well, I guess I'm playing loyal badger bear over these cards because it's like Mm -hmm. just more stats. Which again, I'm not, I'm not necessarily against having like strong statted units at some points, but it's like, it's A, it's just kind of boring and literally vanilla, which is not always bad, but it's just, Like, and I think it's helpful for new players and all that stuff, but it's like, at some point I would rather have the option to like, it's, it's a more meaningful conversation to play a three, three. If something died, draw a card versus a three, four for the same amount. Like that's at least a meaningful Mm -hmm. conversation and a a thought and maybe it's deck dependent, which I think is, is great. So yeah, I I prefer that a lot. I am unsure if, uh, Bertrand and and uh, and Boomer or not Boomer Beamer are, are going to be the same staples as they once were. I think that the three attack is a much. I mean, we talk about four being a, a really big break point. That's certainly they're certainly much much worse. Um, but I think that they're still going to find their place in a lot of in a lot of spots. Fact, truth. Next, next up, we have Laurent Chevalier. Um, is going from a three one to a three two. I think this is a strictly expedition change. I don't think we're seeing, yeah. we're not seeing uh, Laurent Chevalier played uh, in constructed too much. So he is, he's a, a relatively good card. It's just like, he's really cool. I really like his
1: effect. He's just mm-hmm. not like good enough to put in a constructed deck most yeah. of the
0: time. He's a cool in that he has, uh, there's a few cards that have, um, the strike ability not last breath and not um nexus strike so it's like mm-hmm. if you can give him divine shield he's super good because he's just dr- he's just creating a a random challenger so effectively drawing a, a card that with challenger um better yeah. well yeah better than drawing a card well it's different than drawing a card it's not taking a card from your deck it's just creating mm-hmm. a new card so it's pure card advantage um the problem, you know, as someone who played him a lot in uh expeditions, um, you know, he just dies to Vile Feast and trades with a spider everything. and all that stuff. It's like now, like you 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 li- yeah, literally dies to everything. So you never really got the advantage of that without of the strike ability without um you know jumping through a big hoop. And it's like eh, I'm not really I'm not really willing to jump through that hoop. Now at least yeah. you can eat a spider and get a second strike, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, he is going to break
1: the meta when we get the champion that levels up when he's seen you challenge X amount of uh, units.
0: Ooh, yeah, he, will be, he could be a key piece there. this will be there. great. That. But
1: until then, and that's coming, I think, in patch 3.4. Okay, um, so we're
0: still a few years away yeah. from that, but it'll come. Yeah, so,
1: but it's going to be strong.
0: So I don't know. That would be funny. Now, if that is prophecy, you can look back to this video. Also, I hope we don't get in trouble because we actually are just making a complete guess um but i'm if not you...
1: guessing i'm a time traveler <laughs>
0: um i've got no transition from time traveling but standalone got a nerf is now going from it's getting the uh the deny treatment going from three cost mm-hmm. to four actually a huge difference yeah
1: yeah it's massive because for anyone who's played the game knows you can store three spell mana yeah you can't store four spell mana
0: true um those the I, I gotta say, and I'm gonna sound biased here. Good riddance. Screw this card. It did no one any good. Uh, yeah, like this I'm not a fan. one of those cards that like it very clearly is trying to create a scenario, like a the dream scenario of like it's the last, it's your last unit, and is standing alone and fighting against everything. It's like, well, mm-hmm. when that's an elusive unit or a Fiora, and you or you have, uh, you know, uh, rallies, it's like that goes from being cool to being degenerate. Extremely quickly, yeah. Um, and being able to go, turn one, pass, turn two, pass, turn three, three drop. That's either Fiora or an elusive and standalone, and it's burst. Yeah, it's a feel bad. That's a real feel. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's rough. Um, huge, huge nerf. And I, I agree. Uh, I'm okay with this card getting nerfed. This is one of those cards that puts a lot of unfun scenarios yes and i mean it's one of the most hated cards that i i get told about like i ah, f wording hate standalone mm-hmm. and that yep. the f word is uh, firestone
0: i firestone hate standalone mm-hmm. that rhymes I yeah, get it all the time rhymes. you hate to see it yeah 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 firestone to see it um that that doesn't make sense uh oh. yeah i think yeah, all, all the things we said, the, the deny treatment. And we talked at length about deny, uh, early on, but it actually costing a resource that you have to spend on that turn is huge. Um, it's again, much like my argument with, um, grizzled Ranger, there's just no efficient way to deal with it. Right. Or there wasn't now yeah. like will of Ionia is at least a mana trade, but like it's yeah, burst. Exactly. Uh, which I I think buff spells like this should probably be Burst if you want them to be playable. Um, If you want them to be, like, swingy, you can make them fast, but, like, as we know, as Magic players, like, Auras are, in general, bad because you get blown Mm -hmm. out. Um, Burst makes it so that you at least get your buff, which I think, in in general, is an all-right strategy, but, like, this is... At three mana, it was just never dealable. Like, you'd think, again something like mystic shot or a hard removal spell can deal with it. But like mystic shot does nothing. You can't even react. The hard removal costs twice, actually more than twice as much as this. Something yep. like uh, grasp is, uh, just counters the health gained from this. So it, it doesn't yeah. even do anything else. Um, yep. so four mana, more reasonable. We'll probably see a yep. lot less play. Yep. Speaking of seeing a lot less play, we now have Legion Rearguard is now mm-hmm. a one-mana 3-1 one that can't block instead of a one-mana 3-2. This yep. is big.
1: Yeah, it's it's massive. I mean, we we don't need to go too deep into the same thing we say all the time, yeah. but the opposite, going from two health to one. Now, all of a sudden, and this, since this can't block, it's even worse. Yep. So, like, it can't. Because usually with rear guard you can attack and there's not everything on the planet that's a one drop uh-huh. can trade into this. Uh-huh. Now literally every one drop blocks this.
0: Yep, spider killing this is just yeah massive vile feast and vile massive. feast yeah just yeah
1: vile feast is like massive. the biggest one because I mean that gets played or I mean thermo beam on one can deal with
0: it too now thermo beam on one it gets it now gets randomly killed by whale it also now can no longer take a demolitionist tick without dying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like,
1: or th- all of the like transfusion, transfusion stuff and all yeah.
0: that. All the good yeah. things about it having that one extra health, which was kind of inconspicuous, uh, is actually extremely mm-hmm. conspicuous. And I think we'll yep. start to see that. Uh, Can't get past playing. me! Uh, yep, that's the joke, is that every literally everything can. Um, yeah. We now have a... Actually, this is a new card added to uh, Runeterra Saucy. This is Earthen Ring Farseer. Yeah. Yeah, the, the kindly Tavern Keeper. Yep, getting a, getting a one power uh, buff from two up to three, which uh, yeah. for you Hearthstone people uh, makes this a, a te- technically slightly different, but for all intents and purposes, exactly an Earthen Ring Farseer. Three yeah, mana, three, three, that, that heals uh, an ally or Nexus for three. When mm-hmm. I first saw this, I was like, holy crap, this seems stronger than it needs to be. But then I remembered it's in Freljord so i'm that's kind kind of of the big thing
1: (laughs) i think if this was in any other region i'd see a lot more play but yeah like the decks that like when you're in free frail you usually don't want to be playing this stuff but i don't know maybe it's maybe it's good enough to see i think the biggest thing i don't think this affects ladder that much but i think it affects tournaments a lot more um Mm. because this is a super sweet tech card for a tournament deck yep um because sometimes you need a little bit of play exactly like you'll that's where you're seeing cards like this where mm-hmm. you know if the the meta is all these burn decks well you might need you're going to need more healing in your frail your deck yeah. if you're running frail right so it's sick i think it's a good i think it's a a clean uh buff because 2 3 for 3 just doesn't feel great but now it yeah. feels reasonable even yes. if it's just a vanilla dude like it's not bad
0: yeah when like riot devils which isn't even the most popular card at that, that cost but in magic it's a 3 mana Two three—that's what I call it because I love Innistrad. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like sort of the standard for like mediocre three drop. Three mana three yeah. three is the gold standard in Hearthstone. It's even worse because like two and and in Runeterra because like two mana two threes and two mana three twos are all the rage, right? Um, three mana three three is is kind of the gold standard in these games. And yep. I mean, if you're taking any sort of uh uh. But a note from Hearthstone's book, like Earthen Ring Farseer, as saw play and and I don't I'm not up with the meta now, but probably still sees at least a decent amount of play now, and it's been out since the, literally the beginning of the game. Three mana, three three heals, yeah. three. It's just a solid card, and uh, I don't mind that I don't mind this card being there again. Frayard very weak right now in general. The mm-hmm. two man uh, the the two attack version of kindly tavern keeper was already seeing play. And now this, uh, and I think, just pushes it over. He heals an ally. I actually won a game because of this the other day. Not because
1: it was in my deck, but because I took it from my opponent's <laughs> deck, of course. But uh, I used it to heal my Fizz out of range of uh, being killed. Nice. So it was, it was awesome. Heal up those allies. Yeah. Heal up those allies.
0: I I mean, I'm also a, a low-key, just like a long-time fan of uh, Freljord Ezreal, and this is sometimes mm-hmm. a card that's used in that, and I think it'll be even more so a card using in yeah. it, so... i'm happy i'm happy i like this card a lot
1: frellywood needs help so let's keep on buffing up the frellywood
0: i yeah to a point but it uh it 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 can get scary but uh speaking of scary cards deep meditation getting a nerf going from five or from four cost up to five this just makes me wonder how this card ever cost for. <laughs> like it's so. This was, good.
1: So this is the very, this is the very first card when the set was uh, spoiled that I said this card will get nerfed. Yeah, I, I said it right away. There's yeah. no way this card lives through the first balance patch. Yeah. Um, drawing two cards for two at burst speed is dumb. Yeah. So especially when at least it's, now it's spell a little more
0: cards.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you can tutor effectively. Yeah, yeah it's so dumb. it's good. It was oh, yeah.
0: so stupid powerful. Um, this is, I I mean, it just, even just looking at it right now on the page, it just looks better at five. Like, th- this <laughs> is what it should be. This feels like yep. a five mana card. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, it could be maybe even a six mana card. Uh, but, you know, getting reduced down to that three mana, I think, still keeps it like it's, it, it, it gets, you're doing work to get a burst speed, you know, divination or whatever. Um, I think that's I think that's reasonable. This is just it was having it ever having costed four is is still kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Oh boy, here's one that hits close to to hits close to home for me. Our boy Boom Crew rookie getting a health nerf from four down to three. Um, mm-hmm. he has been a staple in Burn. He's been, I think, a he's been really the driving force in a lot of these piltover and zon based burn decks. Um yeah. he's just been the best two drop that you can play yeah. in these in these burn decks for a long time and now yeah, he's still good for sure, but it is uh mm-hmm. it's he's certainly a lot worse here going uh, losing yeah. that one elf.
1: Yeah, Boom Crew Rookie needed adjusted. Uh, like you said, he's just the go-to to drop right, and he's yeah. actually the reason a lot of decks even play uh, Piltover and Zon. Yeah, uh, like there's so many uh, like building decks. Like man, like especially with um, Gangplank, I'm like, yeah. I really want to play Boom Crew Rookie, So I guess <laughs> we're playing P and Z. Um, I think that this is a good change to the card. Mm-hmm. I like it at three health fours. Like four is honestly the difference between attacking twice and attacking three times with this card, yes. um, and being able to attack twice and block, or being able to attack once and yep. block once. Um, it's huge. But I'm very, 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 very glad and thank you, Riot, from the bottom of my heart that they didn't just revert it back to a zero four. Oh yeah, because I hate boring. this card as a zero four. I yep. think it needs to have an attack value.
0: What if it was just on? What if it was a zero four elusive with that ability? That would be broken. That'd right? be insane. That'd be so much better. <laughs> Dude,
1: that'd be that card would be gross and I'd oh, be God. playing like oh, standalone Boom Crew Ricky. <laughs> oh God.
0: I put that out. I put that nonsense out in the universe now, didn't I? Oh no. So I now
1: don't. so let's go to patch four point three, okay. back into the future. Yeah. Uh, where they're gonna have to nerf the new Boom Crew Ricky that mm-hmm. is an elusive zero four with deal two. Yeah.
0: Oh God. That's
1: that's gross. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Well, I mean you could I mean you could Sumpworks map him
0: yeah whatever but but, i mean then you're i mean once you start adding another card into the equation i'm I'm out i want yeah you can battle
1: fury him and some porks map him and yeah boom rookie i saw you
0: were actually playing battle fury fizz the old bff the first deck i uh the first deck i thought of when (laughs) when i saw the card
1: (laughs) it's my favorite deck right now so
0: good um but uh so, we didn't see a change reverted from Boom Crew Rookie, but we did see a change reverted from Brood Awakening going yes. back to six cost from five.
1: Mm-hmm. This is a, it, it's such an interesting card. And I, I got into actually on YouTube of all places a really good discussion about this card with yeah. someone. Um, and they said they're, they're just talking about the fact like it's not a bad thing to like, it doesn't mean the card is imbalanced or broken if they keep changing its, uh, anything about the card like if they even were to just keep bouncing this card back around depending on the meta i don't Mm -hmm. think that's a bad thing no i think
0: it's a really creative thing to do honestly
1: yeah i think it's cool because that's that's one way you can control a lot of decks that you're seeing Mm -hmm. like it's it's cool and i mean we this definitely makes indoor spiders weaker um and the the other deck that we're seeing obviously is a karina control i think it's definitely a a lot weaker in that so um yeah, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it changing, though. I don't think cards
0: have to be staples forever. Right. In fact, it's just more fun when they're not. Um, this is going to be an interesting case because, if I recall correctly, the card saw close to zero play at six mana the first one. Didn't see any play. I don't remember. No one it knew it existed. Play. It yep. goes to five mana. It was one of those <laughs> yeah. new card moments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? This is a card. <sighs> it goes to five mana. All of a sudden, everyone starts to play it, and it's just like mm-hmm. a, in the Elise package that you add to both aggro and control alike. I'm yep. interested to see since, like, it's it's going back to six mana, but it's not going to the same perception, right? Like, there's that sort of. Um, it's more like it's like a. I think it's a stock market term um, but I obviously thought of it for magic it's called price permanence or something like that where it's like even if a card goes severely down or even if a card goes severely down in value there's still something to be said about the fact that it used to be a $50 card Um, even if even though it's a $10 card now it used to be 50 and there's something about that psychologically about knowing that this was a $50 card and maybe you can go back to that so um, even though this is a worse card now I think people will still play it at least yeah, a at lot least more than it. they did the first time around when they didn't realize it yeah. was a card. Um now yeah. we know it's good, so. Yeah, it didn't go to yeah. 7 mana cuz like it's still like pass pass turn 3 play this. It's just now you don't have the one extra mana and you can't play like a uh a one drop in that sequence, yeah. right? Which is worse for sure, mm-hmm. but I think it's still it's still going to be strong and then like Karina even though every spell mana is very relevant in Karina, it's still probably good enough. Um, if I had yeah, think.
1: I, I think it goes from ch- the auto include three of in every deck that has Shadow else mm-hmm. to not necessarily being an auto include and sometimes being like a one or two of. Yeah. So. Yep, which is fine.
0: Also makes you feel worse against something like a whale because yeah. you're not losing a mana. You're now a mana down on that exchange. Yep. Um, exactly. It feels even worse. It already felt bad, but now it feels even worse. Okay, next up is Longtooth, which is created, of course, from Chum the Waters or Fizz's Chum the Waters, is now getting a health buff from five one up to five two. Saucy, I know you're a yep. fizz connoisseur. How does this mm-hmm, feel for mm-hmm.
1: you? Uh much better. That's for sure. We we were doing a, a fizz uh, tribute stream the other day as, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's just a regular stream, right? But like the <laughs> amount of times that Longtooth was relevant was yeah. about zero because 100% <laughs> of the time he gets vile feasted. Yeah. Um, it is better. I think the more systematic issue with chum, the waters is not that Longtooth is shit. It's that it's a slow spell that makes a shit minion.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> yep. but it is, I mean, it does help a lot. You're just it's never good enough to just play chum the waters now you don't gonna right. be playing that card mm-hmm. um but when you get it from fizz it's less bad and it lets you block with the card now too so
0: that is true right yeah you,
1: sometimes that might be relevant but
0: it's a card that i think is cool because i think sharks and just enjoy, i just like sharks uh, and like yeah. the cartoon sharks and fizz is cool I also don't want a card that is generated relatively easily off of a one drop champion to be super, mm-hmm. super good. Yeah. So I want this to be like, I would I would almost be happy if they made Longtooth even better. Like they made him like, I don't know, a 6-3 or a 7-3, but made Chum the Waters cost like 6 mana or something like that. Um, That would be an interesting yeah. change. Because like, yeah. I, I don't want the like, oh man, you hit with Fizz and now you get like, like if longtooth was like a if chum the waters was like a two mana and created a three two i think that would be like super broken but
1: well yeah and and the reason it and like i'm playing devil's advocate with myself because i as a looking at as a card design like from a designer standpoint chum the Waters should be a fast spell but you can't make chum the waters a fast spell because fizz cannot generate a spell that protects himself that is not fair uh um, yep. so it, it has to be slow yep. and so because of that they're limited they can't make it a, a fast or burst spell obviously so they have to keep it at slow speed so all they can do is either adjust the mana cost or what the card does and in this case they adjusted what it does by making long tooth less bad yeah
0: overall again a nice little little nudge maybe maybe we'll mm-hmm. see some chum in the waters here or there i doubt it but maybe um and yeah makes closer um okay next up is monkey idol just getting a four uh, is getting a health buff from four up to five. Saucy, I'm going to be honest. I couldn't tell you what a monkey, what a powder monkey is.
1: Yeah. Uh, This is a cool change. I will say Uh, the powder monkeys are what? Two ones with uh ephemeral.
0: Sure. Yeah, I think they are.
1: I think I think they I think they might have another thing, too. I know they have ephemeral. Uh, I don't think they have challenger. Maybe they have challenger. I don't know um this is a very very cool change um because this generates a a third monkey just on stats alone so it's one extra one entire extra monkey Yeah. um or a vlad attack a vlad tick
0: Ooh. (laughs) true so
1: that's a that's technically a thing um monkey idol is really cool it's it's a deck people keep requesting i do with unyielding spirit which i don't think i'm gonna do because kegs are just cooler um (laughs) But at least like this does make the card way less garbage. It's still not quote unquote good, uh, but it's it's much more playable, like considerably. Yeah. I think it's actually like a considerable bump.
0: Yeah, it's a cool it's a cool type of card. And I think even if Monkey Idol itself isn't playable right now, A, they can buff it to make it playable. B, it also is like it's the closest I mean I mean Monkey Idol and Kegs to an extent are kind of like artifacts in in magic where it's like they're not they're not creature they're not uh units i mean they technically are but they like can't attack can't block so they're not doing the core thing that a a follower or a a unit does but they're creating something so the the
1: monkey they are i've never played i have not played one of these i'm gonna be completely honest because i I never no idea so the powder monkeys are a little cooler than i thought because they are they're one mana two ones ephemeral with last breath deal one to the enemy nexus
0: Oh So they're okay. big casks. Yeah. Big cost on- casks. They only do the casks to your opponent though, mm-hmm.
1: which is good. Yep. Okay. So
0: that's actually kinda cool. Yeah. I like this a lot more with Vlad now. Yeah. You can get some real damage off. So yeah, I, I think it's a cool it's a cool card. It's a-, a cool concept and it's a cool like again, it's tough because it's also taking up a spot on your board, which is always you know it's a that Mm -hmm. is a limited resource and it's filling it with a monkey which is also a limited resource so and i don't think that the monkey idol on its own even if you're procking it is able to um like sustain a win condition but it is a cool card for sure and i think that's Mm -hmm. what it's meant to be so i like it
1: yeah it's really cool that's all i have to say yeah
0: uh, and the last card changed here is another cool card that I feel like I see people talk about all the time, which is kind of weird because it's just a weird card. But Slotbot is going yeah. from a zero three 3 up to a 1-4, so a full chunky plus 1 plus 1 on the Slot Bot. Yeah. No.
1: This this is a, a very big change that I'm excited about, uh, not because I think suddenly slot pot's super strong, but it is way more playable. Yeah, um, this is going from this is the boom crew rookie treatment because it originally was <laughs> it had no attack, and then it yeah. like now it's going from an 0-3 to a one four. Yeah. having stats the turn it's played is so so relevant because yeah. the time that slot bot dies is the first turn that it's out yeah. um, every time. So yeah. this is this is cool. It's huge.
0: Yeah, and I mean going from uh, on his first you know role uh having four stats total to having six stats is huge because six stats that's three three a three mana three three that's right on curve this is almost like if on average he's a three mana three three on his first tick that's already like a playable card right yeah. uh and he could be a two four you know all that all that stuff um and then his next one, he is getting seven. So every turn, he's getting better and better. And he's all like, it's the, you know, to use a again a, a phrase from from Magic. It's like the vanilla test, and like it doesn't apply exactly here, but he's like on average on his first roll, he's going to be a three mana three three. That's the vanilla test. Before he was yep. a three mana two two. That does not pass in this game. Three mana three does three not. does pass that test at least pretty close um yep. and then sometimes he's going to be well he's not really going to a two four is three three mana three three is actually probably the best um stat line for that but like sometimes in some situations it's going to be better for him to be something else in some situations it's going to be worse um and then so he that, just gets better. that's
1: the, the whole thing of the card you don't get to pick yep that's the fun Rolling of it. the dice
0: they should make yep. a so they should make a promotional irl slot bot that has a little like 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 you actually roll the card like it yeah. actually rolls it, or it's a digital <sighs> thing that would be sweet
1: it um, looks like a a life tracker in magic the gathering it does as as, like yeah the yeah. little spin one that's what i thought spin. it was at first i'm like oh okay i see what yeah. it is now
0: it, it looks really cool i like it a lot so yeah those are the card changes um yeah let us know uh in the comments or on discord what you guys thought about those because it's It's a fun discussion. We've been already been talking about it a lot uh, in the discord. Again, discord.me room terrible radio. Um, A lot of discussion there about the new cards. And it's just been fun uh, getting people's opinions on that and what they think is good and what's not. But the, really the last bit of the, uh, the patch to talk about here are the, uh, the watch list. And there's a couple of, uh, (laughs) there's a couple of cards and uh, I guess groupings of cards that are uh, on here, and the first I think is probably the most uh probably the most controversial, and that's unyielding spirit uh and their um statement on unyielding spirit being on the watch list is unyielding spirit has been among the more contentious cards in rising tides due to its powerful burst speed effect and ability to circumvent opponents interaction. This card offers some unique challenges in adjusting as a quick numbers change is more likely to push this card out of playability rather than addressing any core issues. So for now, we're uh, watchlisting it while, we consider, while considering adjustments. So a couple of key things here. Uh, they realize that just making it a nine-mana card or a 10-mana or whatever, just making it cost more, it's just going to push it out of playability. So mm-hmm. they are trying to find a more elegant way to change the card. Uh, yeah and balance the card Mm -hmm. which is nice
1: yeah this is uh this is a tough one it's very very difficult and this is like the first time that i've ever like more than anything really wanted to be on the actual like balance design team because there's so many things i want to try with the card but i wouldn't like i'm not going to say like what i think they should do to it because without testing it you literally can't Right, figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough though because I love this effect. I think this effect should exist in the game. Um, I don't think it should be an eight mana burst spell. I think there's something that should change to it. Right. I've heard a lot of cool and like a lot of cool ideas. I've heard that um, it should be followers only, so you can't put it on champions. Okay. Um, I've heard they should like a potential, uh, put a mana like cap on it to where you can only use it on followers that are units that cost X or less. Right. Um, that mm. could be interesting. Yeah. Um, or it only lasts for a certain amount of rounds, mm. or not burst speed. There's so many things like there's yeah. an insane amount and yeah, it's so hard. And like for a balance designer, please give them more credit because yeah. you can't just like make a change and roll with it. This is one of those cards that if it if it's like it's the same thing like if it's too if they change it too much you don't see it anymore and i think it's cool so I, yeah. don't know, I think it should be in the game at some point
0: yeah i think uh and this is actually coming up in the in the chat thank you guys for uh for tuning in and uh and putting in suggestions and and continuing the conversation what the, i think the biggest uh thing that people suggest is making this not a burst speed spell mm-hmm. and again this goes back to the other things we talked about Aura. If you come from magic, you know this, v- and and you've played at any sort of you know competitive level, you know this as a as an unwritten rule or law of magic. Auras suck. Using an aura to pump up your your guy, whether it's uh, a power buff or giving them a cool ability, really really sucks inherently because your opponent goes uh, in response. I kill it, and you yep, are down two time. cards, and I'm only down one, and as we know. That's what. uh, That's really good. There's a lot of other, especially
1: since it is so much mana. Like an eight eight mana mana, spell that just gets an eight mana aura.
0: I can think of one, although I don't know if it's eight mana. uh, There's only one like expensive aura that ever sees play, and it's not played straight up. It's cheated into play, and that's like Eldrazi conscription or whatever. Oh, in Magic, yeah, in Magic, Yeah. yeah. Those card like and the and the only other auras that are really played are played on. Uh, units that can't be targeted, like boggles yeah. or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, um, you have to.
1: Or aura the champion. auras in this game, or like, and we're saying auras as in like a creature buff for yeah. those who don't come from Magic. Yeah. Um. So something that buffs up a creature. Spell. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be really. Yeah. If you made it not burst, it suddenly can't be played. I think if they were to change it to a a slower casting speed, so if they made it a fast spell, they would have to reduce its mana cost to compensate.
0: Yeah yeah i i think there's some interesting someone in the chat says what if it gave barrier at the start of each round that's an interesting way to change it um i do really i mean that's a cool card that changes the effect yeah. altogether, but a card like that is pretty cool i mean we've seen yeah. how good bright steel formation is sure i mean it's definitely an interesting card it i mean you can you can drastically change the card and make it playable and, and make it yeah. different which is fine and again that's why i i agree with you saucy um like I want I'm curious to see what the design team's thoughts mm-hmm. are on that because there is a number of ways that you can that you can change it to keep it maybe it's core uh, of what it's doing of you know the unyielding spirit it's like I can never die because I have the strength of will or whatever um so I don't know exactly interesting uh, I mean there's a number of ways that you can change yeah,
1: it Yeah but... it's an interesting card Yeah
0: and it's 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 one of those
1: cards that a lot of people hate and a lot of people like so it's it's tough yeah.
0: Uh, but what I think is very interesting to note is that they are considering adjustments and they didn't want to jump the gun and make the card unplayable. So I think yeah. even if you don't like this card specifically, you should be thanking the dev team that, they, um, that they're that they not necessarily jumping to like, okay, well, we're going to nerf this card to Oblivion while we fix it. It's like, no, we're just going to leave it in and let it be, because it's still like, again, it's still a playable card and it still leads to some interesting gameplay. Okay, the next one is Pilfered Goods and card stealing in general, uh, and mm-hmm. their statement is losing against your own cards when an opponent draws from your deck can be, frust- can be a frustrating experience, especially if you're playing uh, with deck-buffing frail your effects. Pilfered Goods is a particular culprit as its power level is rather high, and drawing multiple cards is more likely to create stole-the-perfect-card situations. We're investigating mm-hmm. possible adjustments that can ease the pain surrounding the mechanic. Again, much like Unyielding Spirit, there's a lot of elegant ways to change these cards and make them feel not as bad. I do think that at least a card like Pilfered Goods or Black Market Merchant could actually get the mana cost treatment and be okay because, like, three mana draw two cards is still a good card. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be two, you know?
1: Yeah. I think one of my favorite uh ideas about just the the pilfer effects in general is making them draw from the bottom of your opponent's deck Mm -hmm. um similar to like toss it feels less bad knowing that they didn't just take your top deck to win with um so i think that could that could get rid of a lot of it still makes the the card effectively does the same thing for what you're using it for but it doesn't feel as bad for the
0: the opponent it's definitely a psychological thing in most cases now like yeah it's stealing Omenhawk stuff is kind of like it, it's a feel bad, but also like that's kind of like part of the reason of the card, right? Um, yeah. So and like people who are like, oh, well, I didn't want them to draw my top deck. Well, when you don't know what it is, drawing the top card or the bottom card is irrelevant. So that's like sort of a thing. But psychologically, it makes people feel better. Uh, unless yeah, you know what the, the top card is or like there's an ability specifically on the top card of your deck.
1: Like Draven's biggest fan. Right. <laughs> or or i mean i had someone take my gigantic starlet seer the other day yeah. it was like plus 12 plus 12 yeah. starlet seer they yeah. took which that felt bad i still won because they that guy sucked but um that guy was just a big butt person but <laughs> i mean it still feels bad uh, but i did get to do the double thumbs up emote when i crushed them in the face nice bam yeah i don't know i think that could be reasonable because i don't man i'd be super sad if these effects got like somehow removed i don't think that's happening by the way just full disclosure but i love i love the the whole plunder and pilfer effects i think it's very 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 cool it is very cool i love It, it
0: it's another one of those things that like we can only see in a digital card game because magic won't let you have cards from your opponent's deck in your hand because that just creates very weird situations yeah, the um, sleeves are different sleeves and like you you want to keep your hands off of other you want to keep people's hands off of other people's property as much as possible yeah. um so um next one here is nexus damage rising tides uh rising times thematics and mechanics pirates plunder and oxygen siege weapons etc has significantly increased the amount of direct nexus damage available to players we've seen some problematic problematic potentially overloaded nexus damage decks arise as a result and have made some targeted adjustments in this patch aimed at making early damage more preventable access to healing is another potential lever for these regions that boast it and we've adjusted a few cards to provide better options the scope of this issue is rather large so we'll continue to monitor it uh, and affect uh of the changes of this patch over time so direct damage is potentially in a not great spot um if you overload it it is one of those things that's like hard to uh counteract i mean healing is Mm -hmm. a good way but just a good good to know that that's on their mind i think yeah yep and then i like
1: i think the biggest thing that i like about these aren't even the specific points but just like the transparency of the team itself i like knowing as a player and as a content creator like yeah i like knowing what they're doing and what they're working on so i love that
0: yep absolutely um and then last one is Karma and Ezreal. Um, they shared some thoughts before, which we've talked about detailing some of the problems uh, with the existing designs. We've adjusted Karma in this patch, Ezreal Ezreal's seen a drop in win rate since the release of Rising Tides. So at the moment, we're just continuing to monitor both champions. Again, both Karma and Ezreal are ones that people talk about all the time, and I think at various levels. They have various win rates. Uh, I can say as someone who has watched probably more tournament terra than most other people... Um, the only other person I know for a fact that's seen more than me is Casanova, who's my casting partner and cast more than I mm-hmm. do because he's a a crazy, Mad ambitious, bushy, bushy-tailed, young, bright-eyed uh, child compared to me. Don't, uh, let, the tails don't you. let the fluffy tails fool you. Don't let the fluffy tails fool you. I've been fooled by the fluffy tail many times. Um, times. I get fooled every time, actually. I've never not every been fooled. Every time. Um, yeah, every time. Ezreal has certainly seen a downtick in play and certainly a downtick in tournament dominance. Um, from a meta perspective, I see way less Ezreal, both in tournaments and at, you know, relatively high level play. I mean, I've been playing Diamond and Master the last, you know, month or whatever. Um, a lot less Ezreal. Um, you know, there's been some Bilgewater Ezreal. There's still like, I mean, there's a, a number of different Ezreal builds that exist, but it's not the same, um, like even, like, when Freljord Ezreal was at the top, like, that was way more, it seemed at least way more dominant and way more played. Nox, uh, Draven Ezreal saw more play than what's, you know, like, Karma Ezreal seeing now, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's still, like, people still don't like the combo aspect of it, of, like, oh, well, I'm at 14 health, and they just have 7 burn spells that kill me. Like, people are always gonna hate that, and, like, Sorry, I guess. Like may I kinda yeah. hope that they keep that because that's one of the things that makes it feel different to me than Hearthstone, ironically, even mm-hmm. though like Hearthstone is like about the lack of interaction on your on your turn, like your opponent can't interact yeah. on your turn. Um, and that's part of that. But like setting up the combo is something that they don't really allow too much in Hearthstone and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. You can do that in magic. So I don't know. I think uh I think they're in a fine spot now, but again like it only it doesn't take much for Ezreal to be really really good in the meta yeah so
1: yeah and I, I like this it being on the uh the watch list and not being changed yeah. because yep. I don't like balancing based on emotions I like balancing mm-hmm. based on logistics mm-hmm. <laughs> so absolutely um, yeah so I think it's fine
0: yep and again we talked about the cosmetics a lot of expedition changes which we don't go over on the shows but for those who've for those uh, expedition fanatics of course they're in the patch notes. You can check those at your leisure. But saucy, that's it that's a wrap. That's patch yeah. 1.2. Uh yeah. we're just about up on time. Any last minute stuff you want to talk about or go over before we uh before we cut it here?
1: I don't think so. There's there's I like them buffing up uh fun cards that are seeing no play. Yeah. I think that like as, as as someone who likes to try and make shit cards playable i'm happy i'm ready to play some slot bot decks and maybe we'll get the unyielding monkeys we'll we'll see
0: (laughs) someday 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 um yeah for me i think it was some 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 slight slight little nudges for a couple of for a couple of champs i don't think it was enough for most of them um and then some pretty big meta potentially meta warping cards or, or at least like deck composition warping cards like the the badger bear the grizzled ranger the burn cards um i think that's going to change up a lot and uh i mean i didn't see anything from uh sea monsters get touched and that was a pretty good deck before mm-hmm. <laughs> also um you know mono demacia bannerman was pretty much um like you know one of the best decks period yeah. before badger bear came out and none of those car- cards from that deck got touched so We'll see. We'll see what, what happens. I'm very excited to be casting um, some tournaments coming up uh, with the new with the new patches, and uh, those will be fun to check out. But Saucy, where can people find you on the internet when you're not here and not in the Discord?
1: Uh, yeah, you can find me, all my stuff's just on my website, saucymailman.com, uh, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Saucy Mailman. Uh, I'm always doing the thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at the underscore blevins. Um, been casting a lot of uh, tournaments, uh, sometimes on my channel, twitch.tv slash theblevins, sometimes on Casanova's channel, which is uh, twitch.tv slash Casanova Hots. If you like watching Duels of Runterra or uh, Jam Fest, all those events, I've been casting those. Very soon I'll have an announcement to make about another tournament series that uh, may or may mm-hmm. not be casted by yours truly, but uh, mm-hmm. that will have to wait probably until next week, if not the week after. But um, yeah, so that's that's fun. But again, guys, best place to find both myself and Saucy, discord.me slash Radio. The Discord has been popping off. Lately, yeah, it's been crazy. which has been awesome and uh, really fun to have everyone in there. So make sure you're joining there if you haven't already. But for Saucy, I am the Blevins, and we will talk to you guys next week when we have more Legends of Runeterra to talk about. We'll see you then.
1: I got a little